0: The following is based on true events. Names and locations have been changed to protect all involved.
1: Ever since that night, I was different. Hey, you made it. Hey. Come on I've always been a determined kind of guy. But I have to admit, I went through a period of self-doubt long before coming to Cali. There was a point where all I could see were walls, like not just any walls, brick fucking walls, like three to be exact. Behind wall number one was my advancement in the league. Behind wall number two was the validation I felt I never got from my family. And behind wall number three, well, I'll get to that later. <sighs> Suffice it to say, I felt caged. But I believed if I could focus on knocking at least one wall down, then the rest might fall as well, like dominoes. So I turned my focus to football, and that was starting to pay off in a big way. I remember we were playing a home game for week nine against a team with a much better defensive lineman. I mean, we barely got past the last game with Reem scoring that touchdown. But this was going to be different. I mean, I could see it before he'd admit it. But with those guys, Reem wasn't going to get downfield past the 40-yard line. And then, at the top of the fourth quarter, there was a fumble. He's hitting wall after wall. Get him off the fucking field. Hey, get over here. Yeah, yeah. Find their pockets and haul ass. Move. Got it, got it, got it. I was getting more and more field time each game. Finally proving myself on the field. And it felt amazing. And I was playing different, more precise, more assured, more confident. Everyone was taking notice. I was different. And part of me knew why. You ever sat by yourself minding your own business until this gnat comes out of nowhere and starts buzzing around you? Flying into you, interrupting your peace, silent as it is, but still getting louder and louder? Forcing you to acknowledge his presence? That's what I kept behind wall number three. This loud, obnoxious thing that almost sounded offended that I would try to keep it hidden. I liked guys. And I wanted to know what it felt like to be with one. And that night, I was finally ready to knock that wall down. Can I get you a drink, a beer, or something? Uh, Yeah, sure. Beer's good. Instead of dinner, we just decided to meet at his place. There's people, traffic, and, you know, more privacy. Only I wasn't sure what the privacy was for. I mean, I was pretty sure it was for my sake, but I couldn't help but think. Was I going to this guy's apartment to fuck him? I mean, I tried to play it cool, but deep down, shit, I was sight as hell. Or maybe I was just horny. Anyway, he lived not too far from me in an- another high-rise near Century City. His apartment looked straight out of one of those home furniture ads, where everything looks like it was bought seven years into the future.
2: I was kind of surprised he called. Why? I don't know. I didn't think he would. It's been what? Two months? You ran out of there so fast that night. Yeah, about that, man. I, I, yeah, I, about that. By the way, I need that 20 back.
1: <laughs> Your face. Gerard stood up and leaned back against his counter, smiling at me. Just standing there for a good minute. Huck, you look good. It was then that I realized he was waiting on me. And I could feel my body wanting him, like, really bad. You know, you look really cute when you blush. I'm dark-skinned. I don't blush. I
2: get excited. (laughs) Excited? Excited for what? A blowjob? A quick fuck? I wasn't looking... You've never been with a guy before, have you? Well, why do you say that? Always happens to me. Virgins, man. Wow, I mean, what, what what type of shit is this, man? I'm not really the teaching type. I I don't have the patience. Well, I'm not asking you to, to teach me anything. <laughs> I'm messing with you, man. You can relax now. We can watch something if you want.
1: He was teasing me. I watched him walk nonchalantly over to the couch and lay back. Like, he didn't just play me. (laughs) I mean, I wanted to get out of there, but he had his power over me. I mean, I wanted to be close to him. Plus, I mean, excuse me for saying this, but I'm going to be real with you. I was trying to fuck on, like I was hard as hell, like trying to hide it. (laughs) I mean, I didn't know what else to do, I mean, so I just followed him to the couch. So, it was just me and him. And the TV. Sitting there, and all I kept thinking to myself was, fuck, do something, dude, man up. I mean, should I grab his dick? I mean, should I grab mine? I mean, maybe I should just say something. So, um, what do you do?
2: I work at a design company, Office Furniture. Huh, that's cool. Yeah, we just opened an office in downtown L.A., so I've been driving down there a lot more now meeting all kinds of people. What do you
1: do? I play football. Like, regular football? Yeah, you can say that. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. Tell them I play football. I mean, it's not like anyone would recognize me and start running to the blogs. I mean, I was still practically a nobody on the field. Yet for some reason, I felt like I needed to protect that part of me. And... And I just giving myself away. Shit made me nervous. I was just hoping he wouldn't make a big deal out of it.
2: So, pro football player.
1: Hmm. hmm. Ever since she called me last week for advice about a rookie, I realized she valued my opinion a lot more than I thought. But turns out, I valued hers too. Maybe it was the gnat behind wall number three, or... Maybe it was how my day with Gerard went down, but I had been seriously debating whether or not to tell Sia about, well, you know, Gerard. I mean, I will admit, I mean, I was feeling a little bold. Part of me did wonder whether or not she'd even had the time to process it. Sia has always put her career ahead of everything else, and that's one of the things that we have in common. No one believes in ourselves more than we do. And things were getting so hectic for her over the upcoming fundraiser, so I knew her job was sucking up all her energy. And I really had to think of what I was going to say. I mean, if I should say anything at all. Well, lucky enough for me, Sia usually did all talking.
3: Hey, what's hey, up?
1: Hey, Sia, nothing much. How's it going with
3: you? Oh, it's all good over here. You know me. Just trying to hang on and not let this week snatch me bald. By the way, I should be thanking you. Your martial advice was solid.
1: Ah, as I knew it would be. Mm-hmm.
3: I also happened to catch a game. You're looking pretty good out there. Seems like my advice was solid, too.
1: Won't let me forget that, huh? Nope. <laughs> Warrior even kind of gave me a pound on the back today. little pissed.
3: <laughs> oh, his goes a little wounded. He'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... so uh, <laughs> you first. Okay. How's your dating going? Hello?
1: Yeah, still here. Sorry, um, what were you, uh...
3: Wait, X, hold on. Yes, Mr. Barclay?
1: That was her boss on the other end. He's my agent. Yes, his last name is Barclay. Just guess what his first name is. It's Charles. Charles Barclay. (laughs) I wish I was making this up. I'm heading out. Make sure you check the invite list for CDA's RSVP and have it sent to the planner by tonight.
3: Already done. Going out through MailChimp as we speak.
1: Perfect. By the way, I'm holding you personally responsible for Marshall that night. Don't let him end up on Black Sports Online.
3: Yes, Mr. Barclay. Got it. Sorry about that. I cannot wait for this fundraiser to be over and done with. Now they got me babysitting a grown-ass man. I am too young to meet anyone's mama.
1: Shit. Must be aggravating. Well, uh, you know what? It sounds like you got a lot to do, so I'm going just... Hold
3: on. When I'm done, you were telling me about your new boo. Continue.
1: See, it's... I mean, we, we had a date. It was great. It's go, it's going great. There.
3: Why are you being so secretive? Is this still about the kiss? I thought we were past that.
1: This is not about the kiss. I'm just trying to... I mean, I don't even know what we have. I mean, it's it's too early for all that. All I'm asking is what kind
3: of person you're dating. Does she like football or Wendy Williams Lifetime movies, or both?
1: Sia, honest question. What would it matter to you?
3: I'm just trying to look out for you. This is a time when you need to be careful about who you're letting in your circle. Be selective.
1: Okay. I got it. And I appreciate that, but I can handle this.
3: Okay, fine. I'm done lecturing you. So, what did you want to talk about?
1: It wasn't important. I gotta go anyway.
3: Okay. I'll talk to you later then.
1: Alright. Bye. (sighs) So maybe I wasn't as bold as I thought I was. But she made a very good point and stuck with me. Be selective. I think I did Princeton for my father. That was stupid. Mm. I mean, it's not that he's not proud of me or anything, but I could always tell he wasn't as enthusiastic about my decision to play. Mm. I mean, like not like he was with my brother. It's just different with me, you know? But if Mm. I could go back now, I'd probably go to SEC. What's that? Southeastern Conference. Basically any huge football school in the South. This would have made my transition into the league much easier quicker.
2: Yeah, but everything happens for a reason, you know? God, I can't imagine having such a high-profile career and... And what? Well, that's really why you ran out the bathroom, isn't it? Does anyone know?
1: Good question. I mean, I'm talking to you now, but it's different. I mean, I'm telling you all this for a bigger reason. But that night with Gerard, a lot of things I was saying at that time, I hadn't said to anyone before. I mean, how was it that I could be so open with a complete stranger? Yeah, good question. No, um, no one. I mean, I'm just trying new things. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, so I'm an appetizer.
1: Cool. Nah, man, not like that.
2: I mean, uh, come on, man. It's cool. It's cool. Can I ask you something? Um, yeah. That girl you were with. You fucking her? What? No, man. I gotta ask.
1: I'm not not, not that kind of guy. A guy who's not into girls. That's not what I meant. What kind of guy are you? I don't know what that means.
2: What are you looking for? Is it the same thing you're looking for at the bar?
1: Was I after just sex? Or was it something else? I mean, I looked at him and he was really attractive. And I just knew... He knew I was still hard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, but, no. I mean, there's something else happening there. I mean, for the first time, I actually felt at ease. I mean, it's like I could hear myself through him, and, and I realized that Nat wasn't as loud anymore. Well, yeah. And, no. I mean, I was just attracted to you. I had no idea what the fuck I was going to do in there with you. I just... He's the one who knows me. I get it.
2: Don't we all? It's been a minute since I've had a guy over and we just talked. A word. Wait, that came out wrong. So that means we're definitely not. <laughs> Honestly. I, I don't think you're ready, which is fine. I like to get to know you. It's, it's tough out there in the city, man. Everyone's either only trying to fuck or they can't be bothered with you. Me, personally, I'm in the first category, but sometimes I miss people getting to know people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, you were literally the first person I've ever talked to about any of this. That's a lot for me. I remember being where you are. How
2: isolating it all felt. But maybe it doesn't have to be that way for you. Maybe. Baby steps.
1: Imagine all the things you've ever wanted to do with someone if you ever got the chance, all compacted, into one single moment I mean that shit can be intense as fuck the war stepped to me super close grabbed the back of my head and pulled me into a kiss it took me way by surprise I mean I'm guessing my tongue took him by surprise too I grabbed him back and kissed him even harder I could feel him on me like we gradually eased up off one another and just focused in on that moment Taking each other in. Not bad. Fuck. (laughs) Next time. I'm glad you came through, though. Me too. See you soon. For the first time in a long time, I felt absolutely free. There was no Nat. It was just me and him. I mean, it's like I didn't even have to knock the wall down it, it it just disappeared even if for just a moment I felt it I felt it I mean I was horny like really fucking horny but I left Jawar's apartment proud of myself I felt free and I was ready to knock down some more walls
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Fruit was created by Issa Rae, executive produced by Issa Rae, Benoni Tego, and Denise Davis. It was recorded and mixed by Charles Stella, music and sound design by Charles Stella, production assistance by Sydney Lowe. Fruit was written by Mike Gaio, Theo Maccabeo, and DK Uzoku, starring Roger Davis, Utopia Essex, and Andrew Allen James, with an ensemble cast played by Tristan Winger, Chris Sosa, and Heather Sims. Fruit is a Stitcher original and a production of East Ray Productions and Stitcher. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating or review. It helps other people find the show. Better yet, if you loved it, tell a friend. And don't forget, you can find season two of Fruit and tons of other exclusive content on Stitcher Premium. Just go to www.stitcherpremium.com fruit to get one month free.
1: Next time on Fruit... Did I make the end zone? Was my first thought. Who hit me? Was my second thought. And my third thought was, I made my first motherfucking touchdown. (laughs) All these thoughts happened in the span of a second until I realized how hard I've been hit. And that if I didn't get up fast enough, medical staff would come out and I'd be done for the game.